0: Welcome to the All Things Real Estate podcast with our very own Josh Barker with more than 20 years of experience and over 5000 properties sold. Josh brings a unique perspective to the real estate market. Let's get started.
1: Are we ready? Rolling. 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 We're rock and rolling. It is December. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Josh, I hope you have awesome plans for the holidays. We have great plans
0: for holidays. Hope right you do on. Too. We got
1: great weather for the holidays. We sure do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, you and I were talking before the uh, camera started rolling about the same thing we always talk about, you know, Bugatis and driving Bugatis. <laughs> uh, no, we were talking about real estate. <laughs> we were talking about uh, the shift in inventory because yeah. we've been, we've been, We've been watching it move from a buyer's market, or excuse me, a seller's market into a neutral market. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, with interest rates and everything, we know where this is kind of going. We're kind of getting an idea where the winds are pushing us. Mm-hmm. But the exact numbers were, it's still a neutral market.
0: Yeah. I mean, right now, I, our standing inventory is at 3.6 months supply. And that's kind of factoring. Right now, as of today, we're about 620 homes for sale. But in the last 30 days, we've had about 169 that have actually closed. This is all residential homes. So we're about a three point three point six month supply right now.
1: Which is kind of um, unusual because you were telling me that inventory is down for December 2022 yeah. versus December 2021.
0: New listings to market.
1: New listings to market. Yeah. Okay, so inventory isn't just... They're not coming to market as fast. Okay, That yeah. that's a little bit different. But what's down even more is the number of buyers coming to market. Yep. And obviously that's affected by...
0: Yeah, by interest rates. Yeah. Yeah. But the good news is...
1: Interest <laughs> the rates, rates are
0: actually down a little bit from the peak? Yeah. So there's a whole lot in there. Um uh, so the the first thing I think on that is that um the interest rates now have dropped. Uh we're about one six point one three percent as the national rate, I think, as of this morning. And that's you know, if you took all the lenders in the country, what's the average rate that they're uh pricing out a loan at? It's six point one three is what it is. And that this filming for everybody, it's uh December 15th. 15th, yeah. The Ides of December. Yeah, that's right. So that's what it is. Now, for those of you that don't know, listeners, that, that uh, the Federal Reserve raised uh, the discount rate by 0.5% yesterday. So people are thinking, well, well how come the, the mortgage rates didn't go up? Because the mortgage rates are not directly tied to the discount rate. Um, and, and they already kind of anticipated that the Federal Reserve was going to raise that discount rate by half a point, which it did. Um, If anything, that was a positive thing for the market because had the Fed gone in there and raised it three quarters of a percent, um, that would have been unexpected. And you know, Wall Street doesn't like things that are unexpected. It it typically you know changes things. And um, although for some reason the stock market today I think dropped quite a bit too. So uh, out of that, consumer confidence is down, and you know, there's some other economic things that are driving that. But um, so right now, here's the good news, and and this something to remember: for every one percent. That the interest rate goes up or down, it either increases or decreases the buyer's purchasing power by ten percent. So you remember what what were rates uh, a few months ago? Remember they were? I think they got real close to eight. I think yeah. at the height we were flirting with eight percent. I think you're right. I think it was eight percent, close to it. Um, and obviously that had a, a major diminishing impact on buyer demand because all of a sudden a lot of people didn't qualify. They certainly didn't qualify for the kind of home that they were anticipating purchasing. Um, and it showed up in our sales reports because last month we, we closed 162 properties on the MLS last which is, month.
1: Which is pretty low.
0: It was down almost half compared wow. to last year. Wow, That's how much it hit. And that was all related really to those interest rates being so darn high a couple months ago. Uh, so now, good news for people listening and watching now is that rates are you know in the low sixes. Well, that's, that's increasing purchasing power. Um, we still have some challenges though because home prices right now, uh, compared to what the average buyer qualifies for at these higher rates, it's, it's still putting some headwinds against the c- consumer right now in the market.
1: There's still that delta of, like, I think last month we were talking about, it was something, I, I can't remember the exact formula you used, but you, yeah. you kind of mapped it out where it was like 30000 30 to 40000 was yeah. the delta between interest rates and the average cost of a home. Yep. And I can't remember exactly, you had a great formula for that, but, um, well, if interest rates come down over a percent, that's going to cut into that delta.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, if the rates went down, uh, you know, another 1% from now, so if it put it down at, you know, low fives or five or five, you know, that would that would almost all but evaporate any other um, pressure for uh, uh, for home values to come down any further.
1: And I was reading something the other day. I get, you know, I get too many emails, but one of the emails was talking about the numbers were looking good for combating inflation. So the things that had the, the mechanisms that had taken place again, I don't know if, if these were like Enron accountants sending yeah. me emails um it's like it's not a recession uh, uh, uh no you're you're totally fine you're broke but in a good way in a good way in a good way uh on the good side but it was one of those things where it said hey look all the the factors are starting to show like the the mechanisms that they put in place are helping inflation yep. is slowing down yep. and so what that means is next year if this continues to trend the feds will bring the rates down and then that will be yeah. another tailwind yeah. for
0: housing it, you'll, yeah sure it will it'll it would definitely increase purchasing power and there in turn increased buyer demand and uh, depending on what home inventories are sitting at at that moment, it can certainly, you know, level things out. I mean, right now for people that own homes, I would just say that, yeah, there's probably going to be a headwind out there in the market still, because what the median home is selling for asking for in terms of a list price and what the median buyer qualifies for, there's a Delta there right now still. And that Delta is getting smaller, but that Delta right now, like we said last month, it was, you know, thirty thirty five thousand. 35,000. It's, it might be now at because of the rates dropping a little bit more, it might be at 20,000 right now is the delta there. And I'm not saying all that's going to be given back either in value um, because it's greatly dependent on the price point and and everything else. Uh, But the headwind is there uh, and it still exists. Um, You know, homes are going to still feel some pressure um, as long as rates remain pretty high.
1: And the good news for sellers, um, you know, is that supply is not easily replaced. You just said that we had what, how many homes came to market?
0: It was in the low 200s last month. And uh, last year was... Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, the year before, we were a little over 300 that came to market. So we were down by about 30%. Yeah. Um, And then new construction, I mean, that's... The the builders are slowing down too, right? Yeah. So um, obviously, home builders right now are very rate sensitive too because they don't want to build products that can't be sold. Um, And so everybody's kind of looking at the rate environment and trying to get a feel for, you know, are are we going to go into recession? Are we really going to see buyer demand fall off? I mean, these builders are already, you know, making modest profits. Is I think the best way to describe it. Um, they're not, they're not killing it right now, profitability wise. But you know, they're they're making a living, paying their employees, and hopefully putting something away for the future. And um, I think that's becoming a bit more challenging. You know, so uh, vacant land um, development is tough right now. Um, I can say that you know, um, a lot of subdivision dirt being moved around is probably unlikely at the moment. Um, just because there's a lot of lots that are already sitting here existing now. Um, you know, so there's going to, you know, for builders, it's, it's definitely this, this next 12 months is going to be very interesting. I have, I I have a feeling they'll have a fairly, uh, conservative approach.
1: I remember last year, uh, you and I were talking, I I can't remember. I think it's been close to a year and you were telling me about how many permitted lots there are. I think you said city of Reading and it was a insanely high number. Like I was like,
0: What? Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, do you remember that? Um, I don't remember what the exact number was. I'd have to go back and look at it. You but shocked I mean, me with it. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's hundreds and hundreds of vacant lots that are ready to be built on now. Yeah. So, um, you know, and there's, uh, there's a lot of proposed subdivision maps that are available out there too, where, you know, they've got a, a preliminary plan done. Uh, it's probably already been ran through uh, at least its first phase with the department of real estate, which for larger subdivisions, you have to get an approval for that. Um, and, you know, getting through those, that process. And so there's, there's, uh, you know, something like three or 4,000 potential lots that are sitting out there right now than in, in the close proximity to the city of Reading, um, in the county, of course, too, but, uh, as part of that number, but there's a lot that are sitting there that potentially could be built. Yeah. There's no lack of land. There's no lack of land right now. Mm-mm. So new
1: construction, that's, those are good new. That's good news for sellers because, you know, it's a competition, So what you're basically saying is you have supply is very, still very, very low. Yeah. Uh, We're just a lot of these numbers, they can, they can throw you a little bit like interest rates. You know, we talked about it being at six and eight this morning. I remember when I bought my first house, I got a great rate at seven and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, So, but when you've come out of a, a market where people were getting in the high twos, low threes, which is historically, you know, I mean um, that kind of throws people off. They've got that really short sighted memory as well as inventory. I mean, we're not in a, we're not in a buyer's market yet.
0: No, I mean, we're no. not in
1: a seller's market either.
0: No, I mean, if, if just supply and demand tends to tell a, a good story or I should say supply relative to demand, um, tells a pretty good story most of the time. And right now our supplies are still short. I mean, we're at 620, so we've trended down. We were in the mid sevens. Uh, for those who are wondering what the peak was this year, it was probably in the mid sevens or just below. And, um, and now we're at the 620 rate. So, and that's, that's normal. That's, it's a season we're in December. It's going to be like that normally through most of January. And then the inventory begins to climb. So, um, you know, sometimes we tell our sellers that, Hey, if you want to enjoy a market where there's still buyers in it and less, a little less competition, get to the market a little sooner, beat the spring. Yeah. You know, that'll, that will be a good wise decision, uh, for buyers that are, um, out there in the market now and might feel like they can't find that ideal home yet. You know, don't worry, keeping good communication with your real estate agent and uh, watch the the market because that red home could pop up at any moment, and right now the uh, the market's kind of leaning in your favor that there'll be more inventory next year you know
1: and and a healthy market is probably a neutral market,
0: oh right? yeah, yeah, ideally i mean if you could have your market sitting around you know four and a half months uh or five months supply of homes it it's uh, that's a really good market to be in. You do usually are usually not in it very long. You usually pass through it over a pro, over a period of time, and it becomes a buyer's market to pass through it again as you go into a the seller's market. Yeah, back and forth. Yep. But ideally, it'd be great if it'd slow down a little bit in that four or five month supply because there, then you have enough inventory where buyers have the feeling like, hey, or you know, let's say I own a home and I'm thinking about buying a different home. When there's inventory, it, it gives me more flexibility of options but when i'm a homeowner and i'm sitting in a home and i go look at the market what's available for sale and nothing's getting me excited then why would i sell my house and that's i think very understandable and that's probably a lot of what's happening right now is that people are sitting in their home going well i don't see too much out there that's getting me excited so why should i sell my house right now and if that's how you feel then i would say i don't disagree yeah <laughs> you know good for you um but um going into next year the inventory starts to grow whether it be new construction or uh, the rental market potentially, you know, bringing some more units to market that were rented out before now they decide to sell, um, or just people that have some pent-up seller demand that want to, you know, bring homes to market now. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to see that more at a higher volume next year.
1: Speaking of rental market, last time we were talking about, you have friends in property management and they yeah. were talking about how there was some a dramatic shift.
0: Yeah, I mean, fifteen
1: uh, applicants per home to, you know.
0: Yeah, I think it do, I don't remember if we talked about it last month, but I mean, and I got to remember which market I'm in when I'm talking like this. Um, so uh, in the state overall, it's really challenging. Um, I can tell you that. I've got some friends that do some some pretty large development management and, and they're telling me they're seeing some pretty large vacancy on that statewide. Um, here locally, um, there's a couple of companies that are telling us now that, you know, what... What used to be, you know, put a unit on the market on a Thursday and by Monday you've got 15 applicants. Um, Recently, they could come in on a Monday and there isn't any applicants. Um, And that might be a development from last month because the month before it was probably like one applicant, right? Um, And so uh, the inventory of of rentals is beginning to grow a little bit. It's not a problem, um, but it's certainly uh, a reflection of uh, tenant demand declining some. Um, and it's, it's hard to know exactly what that's about. I mean, it could be part of the seasonal stuff too. It could be the fact that people are a little bit, little bit bearish about the economy and whether or not, you know, uh, we're going to be in a recession next year or not. And, you know, if you have a choice between moving out of your parents' house or, or not, if you don't know what, you know, if you're kind of unconfident about what might happen next, you might just stay, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or maybe you're sharing an apartment with three or four of your buddies and you were thinking about moving out, but you know, Hey, let's, let's kind of wait and see, you know, what next year brings before I do that. And so there might be a lot of different contributing factors that are, that are adding up to a little bit of a softer rental market.
1: And there's kind of a big, um, there's a big potential impact on that, on the horizon in that Bethel is building that very large school that's out, uh, going on towards Shasta college. Yeah. They've Imagine, been that's going to attract a lot of renters. And I don't know if they have a housing. I don't know if part of it's like, Oh no, we're going to build dorms. I, I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm not super. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but that's like a potentially huge project.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a it's a it's a pretty big project. Um, you know, I'm I'm not sure what it, that's a good thing, or we probably need to investigate that a little bit more and find out what their provisions were. I couldn't imagine the city of Reading okaying a project out there, knowing it would be putting some impact on um, on the housing in the area. Uh, without having some sort of dormitory provisions in place, you'd think um, I would think, but I, I I would say that for everybody listening to this, that we don't know that we need to probably no, go and I, look and no see. Clue. Um, I know they are out right now. Currently, um, there's some of the the students there um, that are uh, renting space from Simpson University out of their dormitories. Oh, Okay, um, to help handle some of that 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 need, um, which was great for Simpson to do because Simpson looked at the community and said, hey. You know, we need to. You know, let's do our part to help serve serve the market too, and take mm-hmm. care of people. And instead of putting so much pressure on the rental market, we have some you know some dorms that we have available, uh, at least at this time. And you know, we can work something out. And that, that's been a nice, I think, a good relationship for them. Um, you know, politics aside and everything else, I think it. I mean, all of us collectively solving the housing issue together is, is really ideally what the community needs to do.
1: No, I think the community needs to be very at each other's throats. I think we need to segment it into about 40 groups and start a basically a collective war, Josh. Uh,
0: Scary and, thought, yeah, right? No, so. Yeah. The
1: community uh, goes, we're all on the same ship, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so other than, are there any projects that you're thinking of or anything you know that, I mean, because the interest rate thing is the thing that looms and we have no yeah. control over it. But what, what are some other factors that you... Anything well, there's a lot along? of man.
0: There's a lot of uh, of desire. That's the good news for it. I mean, for anybody that has listened to this or watching it. And if you've already been in downtown, then you know what I'm about to say. And if you haven't, you need to go see it for yourself. Um, you've seen a lot of people uh, pledge their their time uh their their talent, um, you know, their money, their wallet, yeah. um, you know, into downtown trying to uh, have an impact down there. And I would say that if there's anything that's had the most positive impact, I think, collectively in the community, it's it's been the downtown. Um uh, and 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 kudos to those that have been, you know, leading the charge down there. Um, you know, I can't speak I can't say that I one of them I I haven't bought anything down there and, and revitalized it or anything, but got plenty of friends that have and you know i'm I'm certainly i'm happy for for them that some of that's working out right Um, we have a lot of units that are coming online downtown Um, we have our downtown um, you know there's some multi-family above some of those storefronts and those are i think by spring a lot of that uh, is going to come into into shape and you'll be able to get a really good feel for that Uh, we have some multi-family stuff that got built out there off of lake boulevard um, and that was a big project um that I think was pretty exciting. Uh, for those that are driving down Hilltop on the north end of Hilltop before it hits uh two ninety-nine, you'll see a big development over there. Um uh, people thought it was a multifamily. Um it's not. It's actually a retirement community there.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking a
0: retirement about. Retirement home. Um beautiful building from what I can see so far. Um, and that's being done. Um, you've got a lot of built home building going on 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 some semi-large home builders that are local guys. Uh, and gals that are, um, you know, aggressively trying to get things going. But mm-hmm. like I said, I think this next 12 months, they're going to be ser- fairly, you know, watching the rates and making sure they don't overbuild. Um, you know, absorption rate is a stubborn fact. You know, there's only so many homes that can be sold in a month based on buyer demand. And so if you oversupply one particular price segment, um, you're only hurting yourself, right? So, um, and the local builders are, are are all too aware of that fact. Um, Dr. Horton's still here in town, um, he bought some stuff from Palomar, uh, that company did, and, and they're pretty aggressively building out right now off of Rancho road. So if you haven't been out there in a while, you guys want to drive by and take a peek at it. That's a, a subdivision that's really coming together now. Um, you know, it's, um, it's kind of trackish in in some form because of what DR Horton's doing with it. Um, but it's still certainly a, an attractive subdivision. It's still going to, uh, provide a lot of housing solutions, um, corner of Hartnell and, um, uh, Shasta View, um Holiday Market.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, That's Holiday Market. Yeah,
0: it's a big project. So they're going to be doing an entire shopping center anchored by a Holiday Market right there on the corner. And nice uh, Axner's already broken ground out there, and um, you know it looks like it's going to be quite the project when it's done. I'm uh, my my wife has been telling me daily that she believes there will be a Starbucks there, so oh, I, I, I think she's pretty hopeful for that. Um, the girls drink Touch Bros. For the record, <laughs> my wife drinks Starbucks, but. Um, so, uh, the, um, it's, there's a lot going on, I guess. I, mean, I think I know it's a long answer, but man, there's a lot going on and, uh, I've never seen, uh, the optimism in this community. I mean, I've been here for 40 plus years. I'm 47 now. So, and I've never seen this level of optimism, uh, in the community from, from my perspective.
1: I've only been here. Let me think about it for a second. I'm a little bit older than you, but I also wasn't born here. Um, I, I would agree. There's a couple there's been a couple of, um just there's a combination of projects going on and uh, things going on right now where people are really pouring money into mm-hmm. infrastructure. Like yeah. you said, the downtown. That's been really nice, the, the way they revitalized that. And they've gone with this approach where the bottom floor is like uh, commercial or yep. um, what's the other? Is, Multi-use, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like restaurants. Retail. And then they're yeah. putting apartments above. Yep. They've rebuilt, it, just given a facelift to a lot of that stuff. And I can't remember the last time there was that much money spent. Uh, you definitely have that huge Costco project. Yep. I heard that the uh the old movies 8 and and you know this is rumor mill but old movies 8 was they were going to uh turn that into a uh, like some type of workout facility because we walk by there all the time, you yeah. know. So it's nice to see some of these buildings they are like, hey man, don't let that Yeah. Don't let that just go. Do something yeah. with that. That's like a really nice.
0: Well, that was our lower expensive. That was that movie theater before the big movie theater came into town. Yeah. Because it was Cascade was the dollar theater, and then um, the movies eight was like the movie theater. You remember so. remember the movie theater in the mall, UA three? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. We're going way back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I what I remember mostly is Cascade used to play movies there. They were dollar movie nights. Mm-hmm. Um, so as kids, that's where we would go to watch the movies. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see um, all the work that's going into it. I, I think the downtown is definitely going to, you know, every, I think every community up and down, you know, the, the state and across the country right now is trying to do something with their downtown, and, which is smart. I think they should. Um, but it's going to be a, an interesting thing going forward to see um, these units, once they're done, you know, how fast can they get leased out you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, we're sitting on some vacancy in downtown right now too. I mean, that, that larger K2 development down there, it's a beautiful building they got the apartments above it, but there's a lot of space down there. Um, I think one tenant just recently moved into one of the spaces, but yeah, there's they still a big deal of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was, which was great and exciting, but I suspect, sorry about that. I need to make sure my computer's up. no worries. Um, but I think that there's going to be some more opportunity down there in the future.
1: I'll put you on the spot. What's the project going on? Um, just below the hospital across the street from uh, community health. They, they, all of it, they bulldozed it all. It's below the Bank of America. They're tearing. I mean, they're doing Eddie, Eddie Speaking of Eddie Axner. I think it's Eddie Axner's trucks that are all there, but it's something big's going in there. I didn't know if that was going to be medical or that was going to be housing. Do you know? I actually don't know. Because uh. I, I thought it might be medical, and and then they tore the other building down across the street and down. I think that's going to all be medical. It just, it's surrounded by medical, yeah. and that's like highest use, you know what yeah. I mean? No, it makes sense, but I, thing, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure what they're doing down there. Yeah. So they um, tore down a bunch of old buildings. It looks like they consolidated several lots. And you know, the old Owens Pharmacy was yeah. that real old. It, all that, it's yep. all being leveled out and yep. something's going on. Yep. So.
0: Another change that we're seeing too is the ADUs. Uh, I think we've talked about it maybe a few months ago. We did. But um, it's. Uh, I was just talking with, uh, uh, gosh, I think it was... David uh, down there at Cousin Gary's, mm-hmm. and um, they were talking about some of their units down there. But you know, because those those manufactured homes, these aren't mobiles. I mean, these are you oh, know, yeah. manufactured homes, and mm-hmm. and the architectural design for these things now, pitched roofs and and everything else, they're pretty darn attractive. But um, you know, those particular units um, in an ADU kind of setting um, right now might be more affordable than stick built. Oh, absolutely. And, um, so it's, um, you know, I was looking at some of those numbers, but ADU is beginning to be more and more popular. I mean, the state obviously is trying to push it really hard because again, collectively, they're trying to come up with as many solutions to the housing issue as possible. I mean, if you're not going to back off on any of your regulations, then you've got to find a way to make it a little easier to add units, you know? And so that's, you know, ADUs are a way to do that.
1: We talked about the city of Reading had come up with some designs where, if you would use their <laughs> designs, they were going to waive some of the fees and stuff. But I looked at the designs and, and they were pretty intricate. Uh, yeah. and we talked to a contractor about building one on the back of our lot, and he was like, Just the cost, you're not the cost of building to this. Yeah. You've lost the savings they're giving you. It'd be better to go with like a more traditional style. Yeah. Um, and you'd, you'd, so it's six and a half dozen. The other in our neighborhood, there's been a couple popped up um, in the last year. Uh, one of them, it was, I remember uh, they had a sign for rent and the rent um, was just insane. Like my mm-hmm. wife was, talking, was like, are they going to get that rent? I'm like, that's <laughs> what they're asking. You can ask Hey, I want a million dollars, you know, wh- what you right. get. Um, but uh, we noticed the sign came down and, and uh, so it's rented out, but those are starting to pop up and I can see like a, a more of a prefab. There's also like some, you see these ads um, through Facebook where there are these modular homes. Mm-hmm. These are not cousin Gary's, but these are like national level ads where they've, and the whole idea is that they're, uh, the, they're, co- they're very cost effective. Yeah. They're, they look great. I mean, when you're talking about like a one bedroom, one bath, a two bedroom, yeah. one bath, definitely under a thousand
0: square foot footprint. Um, so you got to get creative. So the, it's interesting yeah. you say that because I, I've been looking at that right now, um, for clients and and we're just trying to figure out, you know, obviously a part of our job is to forecast and try to get an idea of where the market's going. Um, and ADUs were one of the things that I was uh, we were collectively looking at here as a team, um, and we thought that like the ones that the city of Reading were proposing. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 ladies and gentlemen, listeners watching this, uh, don't hold me to any of these numbers, but I'm just going to try to illustrate the story here. When we looked at the numbers on it, it was like two twenty five to two hundred fifty thousand for the thousand square foot unit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, the ADU, or I'm sorry, the modular numbers came in at like 215 220
1: 225
0: oh wow so they were very I mean different you know quality products um, probably could be built a little faster um, than the stick built would maybe I don't know for sure but um, but not enough of a price difference and then no. cousin Gary's on the one on the same thousand square foot now you know as long as you're okay with the architectural design and thing like that 185 okay um, and so definitely less expensive in comparison to some of the other ones. And I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like friends with Covens and Gary's or anything. I'm just using Cause they're the ones that for guys who are listening. Locally. They're, they're the ones that are local that provide a lot yeah. of the manufactured homes. Um, and so that's the, you know, I, I that's interesting that, 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 the cost is still there. You know, it's still expensive. Yeah. Um, you got to get pretty good rent if you, if to justify spending $230,000 on a unit.
1: Yeah, you do. I wonder if you're doing it for rent or like someone like us, we'd be doing it just for like our, our, uh, our eldest kid. You know, yeah. say, hey, want a place to live and want, kind of want some autonomy at the same time. You know, you're not. She's not going to go yeah. buy something. So it's like, well, maybe we build this. And
0: well, that's the good news, man. There was a time, and a lot of people would re- relate with this, where it was difficult to put on that second dwelling on there. And I mean, they had stuff like, well, you know, you could you could do it if you were taking care of a relative, but if the relative was to pass on, then you have to remove it from your property. I mean, yeah, that all, makes sense. Yeah, kind of, I mean, who's going to spend the money if you have to throw it away, right? That,
1: that's a. They call that a, a tra- travel trailer. <laughs> they do.
0: You put, <laughs> you put a house,
1: something that yeah, and just wheel
0: it out. Yeah, that's not a house. <laughs> that's yeah. a travel trailer. Well, and and if there's anything good that came out with the state's policy on that saying no you guys you know they were pushing back on counties and municipalities and saying you must provide additional adequate housing um and and it opened up even where the city might have even been stuck and then so it's not even the city's fault but if the city's stuck with a policy they have in black and white um and, and they may have even wanted to change it, but maybe they wouldn't have had the votes or, you know, you would have had pushback from the community. Now that the state comes in and says, no, you must do this. And it gives them the flexibility to say, okay, well, now we have to provide for that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you try to do it in a way where architecturally it's still attractive. You don't want to diminish the property values in the area, but you do want to solve the housing stuff, the housing issues. So it's just a group effort, man. You know, it takes a lot of work takes a tribe. It does. It takes yeah. a tribe, man. We're all in it together. I want my kids, like I tell everybody all the time, my, my goal would be if my kids choose to stay uh, in Redding, California, that they can have uh, a decent career mm-hmm. and they can live in a nice home, yeah. a, de- a decent, yeah. nice home and yeah. not get priced out of the market. To me, that's our responsibility as that generation ahead of them to try to set the playing field for that to take place. There you go. Yeah. So- any case, man. I think we're almost out of time, but we're out of time.
1: Uh, well, it's uh, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thank I'll you. I'll see you in a month, and hopefully, uh, we'll be talking about interest rates, maybe coming down another half percent. And
0: man, wouldn't that be we'll great? See. That'd be great for everybody. So, thank you, sir. All right, Merry Christmas, everybody. If you're enjoying the All Things Real Estate podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.